sad news, particularly for A's fans tonight. Longtime announcer and former catcher Ray Fossey passed away today. The 74-year-old died after a 16-year-long battle with cancer. Fossey spent decades alongside the A's and became a symbol of the team. Ground Force Taylor Bisaki joins us live now. She's in our newsroom. She has more on how the baseball world is reacting to his passing. Taylor. Well, Pam, this is a devastating loss for athletics fans, the Bay Area, and baseball fanatics as a whole. Ray Fossey was no stranger to thousands of these families who invited him into their homes for decades during his career as an MLB catcher and then a longtime broadcaster for the A's. Yeah, turn around. Yes, there, guys. Here we go. Don't hit it. I'll walk you, but I'm not going to give you a pitch that you can do that with. A voice many won't forget, and an icon who will be remembered in team history. Ray Fossey has been a longtime fixture of athletics broadcasts for decades after retiring from playing for the team from 1973 to 1975. However, his catching career didn't start there. Fossey played in the major leagues for 12 years and made it to the All-Star Game in 1970 and 71. However, one of his most memorable moments during his play career was a home plate collision with Pete Rose during the 1970 All-Star Game. He later became a familiar voice in the homes of A's fans from 1986 through this year as an A's color commentator. He passed away on Wednesday at the age of 74. This comes just months after revealing he has been silently battling cancer for 16 years. Thousands of people responding on social media, the Oakland A's saying, quote, the Oakland A's are heartbroken to learn of the passing of Ray Fossey. Few people epitomize what it means to be an athletic more than Ray. He was the type of franchise icon who always made sure every player, coach, colleague, and fan knew that they were part of the Oakland A's family. We send our deepest condolences to Carol, Nikki, and Lindsay, his family and friends during this difficult time. We'll miss you, Ray. Meanwhile, Oakland A's president Dave Cavill saying, quote, we lost a legend today. Such a sad day. Ray was such a kind and generous person who welcomed everyone. I will always remember our fun conversations about old municipal stadium in Cleveland. RIP, old friend. The MLB also putting out a statement on Wednesday writing, quote, Tonight, we remember Ray Fossey, who has passed away at 74. The two-time Indians all-star catcher was a key part of Athletics World Championship teams before becoming a beloved broadcaster in Oakland. We send our condolences to the loved ones of this class act. Hundreds of other fans and players continue to respond, all with resounding messages of love and respect for Ray Fossey. <laughs> oh, that is beautiful. That's the best. Hey, uh, thank you. Thank you, Stafford. Thank you. And the march he left on the athletics. Now, judging by the outpour of responses over this loss, you can tell just how loved Ray Fossey was to many fans, many people, and also the Bay Area as a whole. He will surely be missed. Live from the newsroom, Taylor Bisaki, Cron 4 News. And thank you, Taylor, for that report tonight. Like Manning Suck podcast is uh, proud to support the following. Uh, Talking Chop with the Boston Box. Follow Talking Chop with the Boston Box every Monday night on their Facebook page. And uh, check out the West Effect App podcast every Thursday night on uh, Twitch.tv backslash Cody underscore Hatred. 
Please check out Mountain Smoke Shop on Facebook, Of the Dead Designs, Tope Suicida, Aces Space Radio, and RealityCheckTV.com. And uh, nothing but love and support to everybody at uh, GunMusicRadio.com. Today's podcast is dedicated to the memory of Mr. Ray Fozzie. On the Rock of Southern California, 95.5 KLOS. All right, one of the next to rock finalists from Modesto, I Love Me Some Slide Guitar. It's a band called Dan. The song is Black Door on KLOS.
think you're the best. <laughs> Why do I don't think he's done yet? <laughs> Mike Vanek Sucks podcast is on the air. And it's not going to be an easy day for me. Um, a lot of people know that I'm an Oakland A's fan. Um, they're not just my favorite baseball team. They're my favorite thing ever. No matter what was going on in my life. Good, bad, or indifferent. The Oakland A's are there. And whether they move to Las Vegas or stay in Oakland. Oakland A's will always be my favorite thing in the whole world. When my mom died, the A's got me through it. When my grandma died, the A's got me through it.
when my dog died, it was the A's. And when I was a kid and my life sucked, the Oakland A's were there winning championships. And ever since I was seven years old, which is when I started listening to every game or watching every game that I could, give or take a few years after they got rid of McGuire and I was doing drugs and shit and not paying attention to baseball. Man, the A's are my life. And ever since I was seven years old, Ray Fossey was broadcaster for the A's. And that man's voice has gotten me through some dark times. And along with, you know, Bill King and Ken Korak, Monty, Dick Callahan, who passed away recently. Rest in peace, Bill King. Ken Korak still calling Ace Games on the radio. But people don't realize that I was raised at the Oakland Coliseum. And when I was homeless, I would go eat there. And when I didn't have a pot to piss in, I had the A's, man. The Oakland Athletics are my favorite thing in the whole world. And Ray Fossey was my fucking hero, dude.
Mike Van Sucks podcast. Oh, this is sounds from the underground. And sorry, guys. Just it's been a bad day. Um, people don't realize how much stupid shit means to me. And uh, when it comes to baseball. Man, the Oakland A's mean more to me than anything in this whole world. And uh, Ray Fossey has been a part of my life since 1987, dude. So, I apologize for crying all the year. But you don't realize, you know. It's especially from the right-handed bat side. Red. What this shit means to me. It's Ray Fossey. Ray, it's Brian Kenny and company. Thanks for joining us. Gentlemen, nice to, to be here. Unfortunately, you had to show that. I had to see it firsthand, and uh, <laughs> now I get to see it again. But it, that's then, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to the future right now. And look, another big move is made. What's, right. your th- what's your thought? You saw Josh Donaldson, Ray, blossom before your very eyes, become one of the yeah. top players in the game, and now he's sent off. What do you think of the trade? Well, it's an interesting trade. I think the one thing we have to look at is what Donaldson meant, of course, to the ball club. He is hitting right-handed power, 29 home runs, gold glove third base. Uh, you know, put him in the MVP category. He was a big-time player, and, and I think probably shocked a lot of players that he was traded, uh, whether whoever might have been traded to it happened to be the Toronto Blue Jays. But I think Donaldson is, is a type of player that's going to help the Blue Jays. But on the other hand, the one thing we can never forget, that when Billy Bean – does his work, it usually works out the best for the athletics in one way or the other. And I think the one constant has always been the last three years, at least, and that is Bob Melvin, the manager, because at 12, they weren't supposed to win. They won the division, same at 13. And, of course, he's gone to postseason three consecutive years. Uh, getting uh, Brett Lowry. Now, we have to remember, they had Jet Lowry and Brett Lowry now. So we're going to have to get those names corrected. But the thing about Lowry, and you guys know Eric Burry had him. He plays hard, and I think that's the one thing the fans are going to enjoy about Brett Laurie. So you have to look at two third basemen exchanging places. Laurie, of course, has done a tremendous job playing third base. He's Canadian, of course, uh, and I'm sure very sad to leave the Blue Jays after starting there, or at least playing successfully there. But the A's are very happy to have Laurie. He's going to bring a lot of energy to the ball club and the way he plays. But uh, you really can't discount what Josh Donaldson meant to the athletics, especially Ray, I know you haven't spoken to every fan and every player, but I'm wondering what you guess the reaction from both of those constituencies might be. I know Brian doesn't care about people's feelings, but I wonder what you think (laughs) this will mean to A's Nation. Well, I think they're going to be looking at it and saying, why? I mean, he had 29 home runs last year, and sure, they'll look at the numbers that Donaldson put up. And and I have to remember that, what, about three years ago, he came in as a backup catcher, and then all of a sudden he's a gold-blooded third baseman. So he's done a lot for the athletics. Again, playing third base and and, and the big foul territory at the Coliseum, he played it perfectly. And, of course, swinging the bat, big home runs, as you guys showed with a walk-off against the Nationals. And, uh, you know, just he's done a very, very good job. And I'm sure the fans are going to be saying, what is Billy doing? But like I said, Billy usually makes moves for a reason. And trading a very important member of the athletics like Josh Donaldson, I'm sure it will be talked about. But again, you cannot discount what Billy has done over the past years to have a lot of success with the athletics. Ray, uh, the, the athletics obviously have been in this position because they have real good pitching and their foundation of right. pitching. 
And I'm a fan of Sonny Gray, but where do you think Sonny Gray can be from a durability standpoint? Not very big. Can he be a number one? Can he anchor this staff as he matures in age? Can this guy be the guy that uh, takes him to the next level? Hey, John, first of all, I appreciate what you know about pitching. And again, I look forward to your induction speech in the Hall of Fame when you get there. I know you don't want to talk about it, but I'll say you're going to be there. But I will say about Sonny Gray, everybody can look at his stature, his size. The one thing the A's have done is try to protect him. And I remember one time this past year, they sat him out as far as the start. He went 10, 10 days between starts. He was horrible when he came back on the next day, his next start. He needs to pitch every fifth day. You cannot look at his size and worry about how he's going to be able to pitch an entire season. I compare him to Tim Hudson. Yeah, he's had Hudson, who is now with the Giants and many years with the Braves, as you know, John. But everybody looked at Tim Hudson and said he's not big enough to be a major league pitcher. And look at the career he has had. I look at Sonny Gray being the leader of this staff. He's going to be the number one starter. The A's are hopeful to get Parker and Griffin back, which is going to help tremendously for the Tommy John surgery. But Sonny Gray, to me, is a big game pitcher as big as anybody in baseball right now. Ray, we're coming up on the big one-year anniversary of that Jim Johnson for Jamal Weeks blockbuster that rocked the baseball world to nine tender deadline. <laughs> uh, really worked out well for both teams, didn't it? Uh, and yes, really be surprised a lot of people by uh, by taking on a $10 million closer. Are you kind of braced for another surprise from him as this deadline approaches tomorrow? Uh, yes, I am. I, I think uh, with trading Josh Donaldson, you can never think anything other than Billy is going to try to help the ball club. And when you trade a big uh, – Big right-handed bat. Remember, the A's just signed Billy Butler for three years. So at that point, I'm sure the nation, as you called them, the Oakland A's nation, had to be thinking, had Josh Donaldson from the right side, you get Brett, uh, Billy Butler from the right side, predominantly left-handed hitting lineup that the A's have had for many years, then all of a sudden you had another power right-handed hitter, a very good hitter, probably more of a, a doubles hitter, if you will, having played in Kansas City, and then all of a sudden Donaldson's traded. So Billy has something on his mind of what he's trying to do, and again, we just have to look at his success and think that if there's a blockbuster deal, which it probably will be, uh, I don't think he's finished. I, I think he's going to continue to try to mold this ball club into being a good one, but also remember, Bob Melvin is a manager. He's going to take where Billy gives him and is going to turn it into a successful club. All right. Definitely a great job, boy. Rock uh, throwing out the, the Jim Johnson trade twice like a blunt object around here. <laughs> take it easy. Oh, man. Ray's killing us. Ray, great having you on the show. Thank you. We'll do it again. Good to see you guys. Best All right. It was a Thank bad you. deal. Because the Oakland A's are punk rock. Here's some more punk rock.
Mike Van Sucks podcast, Sounds from the Underground. That was the second greatest band of all time, at least in my eyes. Uh, that's my dad, Lemmy Killmeister, my real dad. Um, and uh, the Mighty Motorhead with Ace of Spades. Yeah, that's probably the greatest rock song I've ever fucking recorded. Everybody knows my favorite band of all times is Exodus. Motorhead's number two, kids. Fortunate to see them a few times before Lemmy died. Man, it's a heavy morning for me, dude. I'm really fucking sorry for being so emotional today, but... Bro, it's the A's, dude. When they leave Oakland, I'm going to be a crying little bitch. <laughs> Snibbling little girl. It's going to happen. I hope I get to see one more game at the Coliseum. Uh, if I don't, the last game I went to was with one of my very best friends. And, um, one of my good friends got me the tickets. So, that's what we're doing. Mm, as soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to get one of these. Straight up. Maybe six of them. Probably six of them. Fucking hate the war! 
pour yourself the most inviting glass of beer you've ever tasted. Mmm, ham. From the land of sky blue waters to you. Two-fisted flavor in a two-fisted beer. That's your old friend Gunther. The only way to brew old style is nature's way. Fully croissant and naturally carbonated. It does take nerve to name a beer after Milwaukee. It's a tough name to live up to. See, unlike some brews, Blast makes just one beer, and it's all draft brewed. What do you have? Babs Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Babs Blue Ribbon. Finest beer, sir. Anywhere. Oh, my God. I'm going to the store as soon as I'm done recording this show. And I'm record- and I'm getting a six-pack of fucking Babs Blue Ribbon. <sighs> Maybe even some Budweiser. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to get a six-pack of beer. Probably Miller Lite. Mm, hell yeah. So that was Lying Bitch in the Restraining Orders with uh, Ice Cold Beer. And believe it or not, my wife turned me onto that band. Straight up, Buttercup. Quit yelling at me, dude. So, real quick, hey, if you want to be on the Mike Van Sucks podcasting, God damn it, who doesn't? Uh, text metal to 865-824-6427. And uh, help me help you help your band be rad as fuck. All right. It's a band called Anti-Scene. Oh, 
Gang sucks podcast. This is Sounds of the Underground, and that was anti scene. Was their tribute to the fabulous Freebirds? That was Bad Street USA, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I like wrestling almost as much as I like. I don't know. That's maybe tied for my favorite things in the whole world the Oakland Athletics. And pro wrestling. It's a hard, too close to call, kids. Just, it's too close to call. Here's another great song about pro wrestling. From one of my favorite, if not my favorite punk band I ever worked with in my whole life. My favorite punk band ever, probably. This one's called Viva La Lucha Libre by the Secretions from Sacramento, California. Viva La Lucha Libre! Viva La Lucha Libre! That shit makes me happy. You know what else is going to make me happy? 
I'm going to get a six-pack of beer and mowing my grass. Yep, dead air. Dead air sucks. My wife would kill me. She knows. She knows. She's aware. Also, she is way better at this than I am.
about baseball that makes an old man feel young and makes a young man want to play. Big or small, whatever you do, you stand out. There's no place to hide. Straight up, dude. Mike Max Sucks Podcast. And right into the stretch. There you go. Back and throws up the Fuck Pete Rose. Gambling ass motherfucker. You know why Pete Rose isn't in the Hall of Fame? Because he's a fucking asshole. Probably. I don't know why I'm so goddamn mad. (laughs) I wasn't even born yet. (laughs) How much I love my baseball, dude. I'm going to go in there and play fucking baseball. Well, as soon as I'm done mowing my grass. Front grass. I ain't doing the back. Yet, at least. Almost time to start getting ready to leave. This is a band that was one of the first bands in my local scene. They're from Stockton. It isn't that local, but still local enough for us in uh, Turtle Rock, California, where I grew up most of the time. Unless I was in the Bay Area seeing my family. Uh, This is the Shambles with Straight to Hell, kids. Like you, we believe 
Mike Vanek sucks podcast. That song reminds me of happier times. And I got nothing to be sad about. It's just when... Actually, I'm pretty fucking blessed. You know what I mean? I'm sitting here doing a radio show in a beautiful house in a beautiful town. I got a beautiful family. So, straight up. Got time for a couple more. And then we're going to get out of here. Dude, I cannot believe Ray Fossey died. I don't... And now it looks like the A's are going to leave Oakland. So, you know, I wasn't happy about the Raiders leaving. I still ain't happy about it. Do I think I'll ever get to see a Raider game? Probably not. Even though my brother lives there. Um, but the A's leaving? Would I go to Vegas to see an A's game? Yeah, probably. I don't know what to do right now, so I'm just going to go to what's old and familiar. I know I played this last night, but whatever. Sucks podcast. That was the mighty Ramones with California Sun, which is what I call the old familiar. Which is when I get fucking sad and depressed, that's the song I go to first. Oh, shit.
Mike Van Sucks podcast. That was Skate for the Devil. The boneless ones. I got a final copy of that in my bedroom. It's badass. Thank you, Max Fox. Oh, I love that fucking band. They're my band that I go to these days. I say, oh, yeah, that's my favorite band right now. That's the boneless ones. I got time for one more, then we're going to get out of here, and I'm going to leave you with something special. Eh. You know what I mean? It's only special to me. Everybody else is just the jackass name. <laughs> but, you know. It is what it is. Actually, I'm going to play two more. Well, one more, and then I'm going to get out of here and leave you with something. So, going to go a little bit over my time limit.
My back sucks. That was the mighty bad brains. Yep. They're a Virginia band. Well, DC, but DC is still fucking Virginia. <laughs> Real fucking close. Okay. Mm Where'd my shit go? Here we go. This is my hometown band. Turlock, California. These guys are the shit. And fucking pretty good friends of mine. This is Broken Trojan.
It's a ground ball to the right side, steered by Phillips. Flips Eckersley. Yes, he's there in time, and the A's are the world champions. And a very appropriate play on which to end it. Excellent defensive play. They played excellent defensively the entire series. Home runs, speed, pitching, of course. You know, the first time in 15 seasons, the World Championship goes to open. Wire had touched that ball, and Tony Phillips makes his third terrific play of this ball game and second of the inning. The world champs and the deserved world champs. Mike Manning sucks podcast. Hey right, guys, that's my time. Uh, want to thank everybody for listening. If anybody did, and um, I'll be listening to this at one o'clock in the morning. Actually, eh, I'll probably be listening to it in my chair over here on my night off. All right. I'm going to leave you with uh, another song that makes me really happy. I mean, when I'm shitty, I always turn to punk rock. Everybody's like, oh, it's Metal Mike. My Metal Mike listens to punk rock, dude. So, you know, might be the most metal guy, you know. But when I'm sitting in my house, probably listening to old school punk rock or classic rock or doom metal, stoner shit. I want everybody to check out Talking Shop with the Boss in the Box every Monday night on their Facebook page. It's facebook.com backslash Talking Shop with the Boss in the Box. Every Monday night, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. They bullshit about all the bullshit you want to bullshit about. I also want you to check out the What's Fucked Up podcast every Thursday at 7 p.m. Um, on Twitch. It's twitch.tv backslash Cody underscore Hatriot. Um, join Slick Ben and Cody and Nick Souza from the band Hatriot as they uh, cover video games and wrestling and metal and they'll cover some bands and it's awesome. I should get on that show one of these days. Um, yeah. Also, check out fucking Mountain Smoke Shop. What up, Ciro? Check out fucking Of the Dead Designs and the Tope Suicida brand. What up, Juan? Also, Check out Ace Space Radio and Reality Check TV. What up, Ace? By the way, you can hear Ace Space Radio right here on gunmusicradio.com. Also, check out um, This is Scoff with my friend Mitta Goodwin right here on gunmusicradio.com. Hey, dude. So that's my time. I'm going to leave you with this guy.
with a two-one pitch coming up. It's a high fly in the left field. Not too deep. Rudy's there. Tagging his Harrelson. Will he gamble? He's coming. Here's the throw. And he is out at home plate. He's out. Thank you. 